Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome to Creating a Championship Standard of Living. I am your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller. People, today is Saturday, September 17, 2011, and I am so honored to be here with you. I can't be here with you for the whole show, like we, the whole hour like we would normally be, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you uh, some high-power motivation uh, for about 10 minutes. I'm going to give you 10, a 10-minute 10 show today. So with that in mind, I'm going to take you to an uh, inspirational song and a commercial, and then we'll be right back. Actually, a commercial, then an inspirational song, and then we'll be right back. Well, I won't be able to give you the song right now. I'll give you the commercial right now. So what I want to do is this. Again, before we go any further, I turn this, up, this show over to God's Holy Spirit so that we all get what we came for. People, I, I'm i just so honored to be here with you. Again, we're, we're celebrating Super September. We're midway through this month. It's been a powerful month so far. We have some wonderful things still in, on deck for you. So, you know, I want you to keep continuing to come out and support these shows. These shows are designed with you in mind. So without further ado, I want to play for you this commercial and an inspirational song, and then we'll be right back. Stephen R. White Ministries presents Show Me Your Glory. Atlanta. Atlanta and surrounding areas come experience the glory and impact ministries Atlanta, where Bishop Alex, Ginaldo Lee, and co pastor Tiffany Lee are the host pastors. The glory will fall September 25th at 6 p.m. and September 26th at 7 p.m. Atlanta will never be the same. If you're a pastor, and would like Stephen R. White Ministries to bring Show Me Your Glory to your church or city, please call 513-860-9003 or contact us at stephenrwhiteministries.org.
Tell the way back. That was Oh Lord by artist Michelle Moore, and um, I'm just excited to, again, have this opportunity each week to present Dynamite people and Dynamite content to you. Um, I want to take you to a motivational moment, and then I'll be right back with you. Hi, this is Miles W. Miller, host of Creating a Championship Standard of Living and the Fourth Quarter Comeback Show on Blog Talk Radio, here with a motivational moment. So, here's the first thing I want you to do. I want you to get a, not just a small picture, but a huge picture in your mind. Just imagine yourself sitting at a... Uh, in a movie theater, an IMAX movie theater, with a huge screen. And I want you to see the full details of your dream life. Now, I know a lot of us, a lot of people have lived their nightmares, but this, that day is over. So we're going we're gonna to talk about what your, the ideal life, your ideal living situation, your ideal, you know, standard of living. It should be a championship standard of living. <laughs> no pun intended. But we want to, I want you to, to visualize yourself and visualize yourself looking at the screen. And on the screen is your ideal life. And it's a majestic life. It's on an IMAX screen. It's one of the biggest screens ever made. I want you to see all the details of your ideal life on that screen. I want you to see the vivid colors. I want you to see, you know, details. I want you to see yourself enjoying life. I want you to see yourself loving life. I want you to see yourself happy. I want you to see yourself blessed. I want you to see yourself doing great things on this major screen. Now, as you see yourself doing this stuff, there are people there with you that, that you love. You got friends there. You got loved ones. The setting is beautiful. I actually have to um, make an appearance. 
really soon. How how wild is that? Like, some I mean, we're getting really popular here. We have to we actually have to make a public appearance tonight. So I'm thankful for what you guys have poured into my life and what you guys mean to me. So I want you always to, to keep this in your heart, you know, about visualizing your ideal life. That is important to me. That that's the reason why I come to you each day. Week. I'm here for the dreamer, the visionary, and the go getter. I'm here to make sure that you know you get on, that you get delivered on time to your destiny. So. Without further ado, I shall without. I want to. I want to give you this. I want to leave you with um, one of my uh, quotes from a, a, that I posted on Facebook today, and it's one of my Miles Speaks uh, wisdom, um, and I want to share it with you. I believe because I believe in you that much, and it states: the nightmare ends the moment that you truly believe in and accept the beauty of the dream. The nightmare ends the moment that you truly believe in and accept the beauty of the dream. The nightmare in the moment that you truly believe in and accept the beauty of the dream. I love each and every one of you. I want nothing more than to see you blessed and that you live the life of your dreams because, you know, as we say it around here like this, the life of your dreams is absolutely wonderful and you deserve it. The life of your dreams is absolutely wonderful and you deserve it. So I'm going to leave you with a small replay from one of our previous shows together. But I want you to know I love you. I'm praying for you. And always remember this, my motto, my mantra, my mantra, my motto, don't ever give up. Don't ever quit. Be a dream. Hello, 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 and welcome to Creating a Championship Standard of Living. I am your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller, and people, it is Saturday, September 18, 2010, and we're coming to you live. That's right, we're coming to you live here on Creating a Championship Standard of Living. This is our first show back together, uh, coming off hiatus since July. I'm excited. I got a great topic for you tonight, but before we go any further, I turn this show over to God's Holy Spirit so that we all get what we came for, and that is a move of His Spirit. People, 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 I am so excited to be back here with you. A lot of great things have been happening. Um, a lot of things we're going to talk about tonight. I even have a, a dynamic guest who's going to come on later and share some dynamic things that have been happening to her as a result of some of the things that we're going to talk about. Uh, tonight's topic, as you know, if you, as you've been watching, um, follow me on Twitter and Facebook, the topic is uh, it has a controversial title, but you'll understand what I'm, where I'm coming from after I explain it. And the, the topic for tonight is, does heaven have a ghetto? You heard what I said, does heaven have a ghetto? That's the question I'm posing. Um, I was listening to, to Tupac sometime last week, and, I, and he has a song called, I Wonder If Heaven Got a Ghetto. And the song really resonated in my spirit. You know, sometimes I would hear the song. I love the beat. I heard the song and heard the lyrics. And, the, you know, I understood what he was saying, but it never really clicked what he was saying until last week. And it made me pose the question. I wonder, you know, I wanted to know the the, the, the answer to myself. And I, as I was praying about the answer, I got a, a solid answer, which I'm going to share with you tonight. And it's just something to make you think. I just want to make you think tonight. I want you to open your minds up. Uh, not to get caught up with the external appearance of things, but to get ca caught up with the spirit of things. So without further ado, I'm going to move forward in the show. We're going to play 
an inspirational song. It's called The Anointing by Jay Moss, and then we'll be right back. Well, what do you know? We're, it's our first week back, and we're having technical difficulties already. I'm I'm so excited to be here with you. It doesn't even matter. Uh, people, bear with me. We're having uh, issues here with the, with the uh, our playback functions here. Um, but just before we do, before we play the song, let me say this: I am doing some absolutely phenomenal things here in the city of Atlanta, and I want you to be a part of it. That's right. I want you, 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 and you to be a part of what we're doing here in Atlanta. October 2nd, October 2nd is a major day in Atlanta, Georgia. October 2nd, we're doing our Manifest Destiny Conference. And you may ask, may be asking, what is the Manifest Destiny Conference? Well, the Manifest Destiny Conference is this. It is a conference designed to help you overcome any hindrances and setbacks to living a life of your dreams. I've partnered with four other dynamic speakers, and we're going to partner together to bring to you life-changing information that's not only timely, well-presented, but it's also uh, tangible. It's, we're going to give you tangible tools to help you manifest your destiny. I'm looking forward to it. It's only $35 to register. People, that you, i got five speakers that are going to be presenting dynamic, life-changing information to you for $35. You won't find it anywhere else. I guarantee it. Um, sign up. On my website, you can actually uh, sign up on, on the uh, on my website mileswmiller.wordpress.com and click on the link for Manifest Destiny. Well, you have more information throughout the show, but I just want to touch bases with you on that now uh, while we're waiting for things to get ready. And it seems like we won't be able to play that song, uh, the Anointing, but I want to give you a, a song called Great Things by Canton Jones, and then we'll be right back. You keep on doing great things for me. You keep on doing great things for me. Okay. Not every time I turn my back on you, you stay right there and you keep calling me to you. There's no other one who can love the way that you do. Look up and he was right there, God got me He's feeling I'm Kobe, I'm trying to get it out so 
Success is going to cost you. It's going to cost you your mind. Success will cost you your mind. And when I say success will cost you your mind, I mean that if you're somewhere right now and you you didn't really want to be there, and you didn't really know you don't really know how you got there. Guess what? The mindset that got you there can't get you out of there. I have a, a quote I love saying to my clients and uh, and when and when I'm doing my speeches is that the mind that created the problem is not qualified to solve it. First and foremost, the reason why the mind that created the problem is not qualified to solve it is because that, that mind is stuck in that environment that is perpetuating the thing that you don't want. So, we, you know, I, I'm a firm believer. Uh, I stand on Romans 12. In the beginning of Romans 12, it, it says, Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. I even go as far as this. I I tell people, you know, it's sometimes it's okay to lose your mind. If your mind has got has gotten you in a place where you can't, <laughs> where you you're not being successful, you're not being able to live a full life, then you have to lose that mind and, ha- and get it renewed. Get the mind get the mind of Christ. That you know, a mind a mind with a mindset to thrive and be great. Hello, and we're back. 
People, I'm excited about today. I'm excited about today. This is going to be an absolutely phenomenal time together. Um, I want to, before I get going, getting amped and, and going and, and just driving the car real fast, I want to um, give you our divine intervention for the week. And this week's divine intervention, um, as you may have just heard in our uh, motivational moment there, I may have tipped my hand a little bit. Um, this week's motivational, excuse me, this week's divine intervention, you know, each week I give you a scripture from the Bible. This week's divine intervention, um, it is the, the thesis of everything we're doing. It's the, it is the, the the hypothesis of everything we're doing tonight. Um, I get it from Philippians 2 and 5, and I'm going to read it from the New King James Version. And it reads, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. You know, as we, you know, tonight's topic is, does heaven have a ghetto? And I, I posed this question earlier in the week. And when I posed the question, a lot of people gave me a lot of responses. Some people were really upset that I would even have the audacity to ask such a question. But it's a question I ask to make people think. And... When even listening to the song, the Tupac song, uh, does I wonder if heaven got a ghetto? It made me think. What the what was really the question that was really being asked was, with all the things that we see in our lives, with all the, you know, the hate we see, with all the pain we see, with all the suffering, with all the war, with everything we see that goes wrong in our society, with all the abortions, with all the divorces, with all the things that we see going wrong, with with all of, you know, economic issues that we see. Companies falling, families being left out in the cold. It's often told, you know, through you know religious doctrine that we have to die to go to heaven. And I look at it from this look. I took from this perspective from that song that the question is, if we die, will these same things still be existing? And here's here's the key piece. Whenever you go somewhere in life. What is one thing that always goes with you? You. Wherever you go, you're always with you. So in understanding that, in understanding that, if all you've ever been exposed to is hatred, hurt, racism, pain, sexism, the list goes on. Of all the, the most evil and dangerous things that could possibly happen to a human being, if this is all you've ever been exposed to, when you do go to, to this heavenly place, why? how will this heavenly place change you? Because heaven, as we know it, is a euphoric place, is a euphoric state of being. And in order for you to exist there, it's going to require a few things on your behalf. In order for you to to, to make it... See, I'm, I'm going to come tell you tonight that you can have heaven on earth. You can have heaven on earth. That's what tonight is all about. You can have heaven on earth. Yeah, see, so the answer to the question, no, heaven does not have a ghetto. Absolutely not. It, just, just, it does not work that way. Heaven is a, is a beautiful place. Heaven is a state of being. It's an environment that is created and maintained inside of the mind of Christ. Therefore, when we look at the Apostle Paul's suggestion to us, 
He said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. If you could, if you allow the mind which, which was in Christ to operate you, there's things in your life that must change in order for you to accept that. See, you can't, you are not qualified to experience heaven without a change of mind, without a change of heart. I'm going to give you five ways tonight. I'm going to give you five ways tonight to experience heaven on earth. Five, five ways, five steps that, that I, I know will allow you to have a change of heart, a change of mind that will change your perception of, of life. See, my, my take on this thing, this, my whole take on this thing is that if you're not operating from that, that mindset, that mind of Christ, that, that mind where you are one with God, you're one with source, you're one with that which created us, you can't accept or appreciate the kingdom or, the, or kingdom living. So the goal is to, to renew your mind because in your mind, you can, you can make things move. You can make things happen. Newton's first law lets us know that um, a body in motion tends to stay in motion unless acted upon by external force, which means also means that a body at rest tends to stay at rest unless acted upon by an external force. So what you have to do is tonight allow – this is the force that's coming to change the course of your life. This show tonight is that, is that very force that's going to help you, you know, see – how you can make a change in your own life. And now some of us are doing well in our lives, but some of us can do even better. And some of us are, are, may not be doing as well as we should be. But tonight I believe that we're going to give you some ferocious motivation, some ferocious encouragement to to experience heaven on earth. So I'm going to get right into it. I'm not going to even waste some more time. I want you to understand this, that in a, in a world where people have been hurt and been bruised and been battered and been you know, just having had all types of horrible things happen to them, there has to be hope. Without hope, you, there's no there's no reason for us to even be here. Without hope, there's no reason for us to even get up in the morning. There's no reason for us to, to put forth the effort to live without hope. See, without hope, it allows a person to accept being accept quote-unquote being underprivileged or accept being quote-unquote impoverished or to accept quote-unquote being endangered. It, it will allow someone to accept second-rate living if there's no hope. But tonight I'm here to provide hope that the life of your dreams is wonderful. And not only is it wonderful, you deserve it. I'm going to say it again. The life of your dreams is wonderful and you deserve it. I'm going to say that again. I want, I want this to resonate in your spirit. The life of your dreams is wonderful, and you deserve it. That's worthy of hearing again. The life of your dreams is wonderful, and you deserve it. I want you to say, say in fact, personalize it. Say the life of my dreams is wonderful, and I deserve it. No one deserves to be living in, a, in an environment where, you know, every night at 7 p.m., you know you got to duck and dodge bullets. No one should have to, to wonder how they're going to pay, you know, the simple bills like keeping the lights on and how they're going to eat. No one should ever have to wonder that. That's not of God. That's not, that's not heavenly. That's not divine. But it takes a change in your heart. It takes a change in your mind to truly experience that. So I'm going to give you five steps, five steps for how to experience heaven on earth. This is not, a, again, this, none of the, the, 
the list or steps I give you are exhaustive. This is an inductive. This is a very, very inductive list. This is to get you going in the right direction. So there's going to be more things you can add on to it. But these five things right here that I'm going to give you tonight are going to be that force that Newton's law speaks of. That force that gets you going in the right direction. It's going to stop the bad things from happening if you allow it, and it can, and it will propel you to go in the direction of the good things. So, first things first. Step one. How to experience heaven on earth. Well, again, you know we said earlier that where you are today, if where you are today is not conducive to be, taking you where you want to go, you got to change your mind from that place. And so step one is to repent. Repentance is, is a wonderful thing, actually. It's one of the best. It's, it's a gift that you can. You, you you just don't understand how how dynamic it is. Repentance is basically saying, going to God and saying, Father, forgive me for I've sinned and fallen short of your glory. And we know that according to Scripture, that if you can confess your sins, that he's faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse you of all unrighteousness, which makes that an immediate renewal. An immediate renewal, as we speak of in Romans 12 and, excuse me, in Romans 12 and verses 1 through 2. This is the transformation that you get. So your mind is automatically now renewed. It's, it's transferred to a, to being a, a dynamic powerhouse now. Now you can you can actually receive the mind of Christ. Now you can actually receive, you know, the insight to come up and out of the situations you may be in right now. One thing I want to also say is that repentance means letting go of anything that would separate you from your source, that would separate you from God, that separate that brings you out of oneness. It brings you out of unity with the, the, the creator of our existence. That's anything. It could be unforgiveness. It could be unbelief. It could be anything, anything. It could be lying on people. It could be, it could be holding a grudge against somebody. Whatever the case may be, it does you no good to hold on to something that brings you out of oneness, out of unity, out, that disconnects you from source. It's like this. You could be the most beautiful person in the world. But if you're disconnected from source, you're no earthly good to anybody. It's, it's the equivalent of a 100-story building that's, that's an architectural marvel on the outside but has no power connected to it. So guess what? On the inside of it, it's dark. And on the inside of it, it's cold because you can't heat it. And on the inside of it, you know, you, there are places in there that you can get trapped because there's no light. So you must change your mind to accept that light. You must, you must change your mind to reconnect to the source. It's, repentance is, is basically like paying a power bill. It puts you back in, in rapport with your source. It puts you back in rapport with God. It puts you back in, in rapport with, with that which created us, that, that substance, that energy that put us here to, to have dominion, to have rulership. And that's a dynamic place to be. So step one is to repent. Step two, commit yourself to a lifestyle of fasting and prayer. Commit yourself to a lifestyle of fasting and prayer. Commit yourself to a lifestyle of fasting and prayer. Scripture tells us, that, tells us that this type of power comes by fasting and by prayer. Fasting and prayer together are like, it's like gas and a match. <laughs> it's like gasoline and a match put together. It causes all types of power to be released. It keeps your mind focused. It keeps your spirit focused. It, it cleans out anything in your spirit that may not be that need to be there. 
it's just, it's like it's the equivalence of I don't want to be graphic here. It's the equivalence of taking um, an internal cleanser, a laxative, if you will. It cleans it cleanses out your internal spirit. Anything it cleans out your soul. Anything that's in there that sh- that will that will disconnect you from having the power to to be a champion. Fasting and prayer together will absolutely devastate it. It will actually blow it out the water. And that's that power. You need access to that power. You gotta have that power because you're a dreamer, you're a visionary, you're a go getter. And guess what? You get insight that changes the whole course of the world if you let it. You have to accept that power. But in order to accept, know how to accept that power, you have to keep your spirit clean. You have to keep your soul clean. You have to keep your mind clean. You have to keep everything clean. So fasting gives you that that power. Fasting and prayer gives you that power necessary to make things happen, as my friend uh, Mr. J.L. Garfi would say. So step one is to repent. Step two is to commit yourself to a, a lifestyle of fasting and prayer. Step three, meditate on the beauty of God's creation. Meditate on the beauty of God's creation. Meditate on the beauty of God's creation. See, this world is beautiful. This universe is beautiful. It it was created by God. And we were uh, were put here, each and every one of us was put here to have dominion over it. And we were put here to have dominion according to the dreams and visions that we get. So that's actually our territory. Each and every one of us has territory. Each and every one of us has a place that we are the king or queen of. That if you once you connect to source, you get insight on what that domain is and how to how to rule it. You know, scripture lets us know that let them that rule well have let them that rule well is worthy of double honor. That's it's honorable to rule well, but first and foremost, you have to spend time with that thing that you've been given dominion over. A lot of the things that we've been given dominion over, we can't even see. So in order to, to really get the best of it, we have to spend time in meditation focusing on, on the beautiful things of the universe, focusing on the beautiful things that God has placed inside of us, thanking him for what it is that he, he put us here to do. I know I'm, I'm speaking scripturally. This is not just motivational speaking. This, this, is, this is universal. This is, this is scripture. This is, this is God. Meditate on God. Meditate on his beauty. Meditate on the beauty he's put inside of you. Meditate on the beauty that you've been that only your eyes and your mind and your spirit have been called to reveal to the world. There's a lot of great things that the world will never see if you don't reveal them to them, to the world. There's a lot. I'm gonna say it again. There's a lot of great things that that you, the world will never see. The world will miss out on completely, utterly miss out on if you don't reveal it. Which means you have to spend time with that which created you. And that which created that solution to come through you. You have to meditate on those beautiful things. You have to meditate on, on success. You have to meditate on 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 peace and harmony and balance. You have to meditate on those good things. You have to meditate on it. You have to keep your mind locked on it. Day and night. Night and day. You have to stay locked on things that you want to see happen in this lifetime. You see, your mind is so powerful that it creates 
the environment that you live in. It creates what you see. See, everything that you see in life happens twice. It happens first spiritually, then it happens naturally. It cannot come to pass naturally if it didn't first happen spiritually. So that's why it's important that your mind is is razor-sharp focused on what it is you do want and not what you don't want. So you want to continuously meditate on things you do want, and it, it puts your mind at ease. It puts your mind above the situation. God says, greater is he that's on the inside of you than he that's in this world, which means that greater is the power of God inside of you. Greater is that authority inside of you than any situation that anything in this world could, could, could scheme up and, could, and um, put against you. But you have to call on that, that power to rise up. You have, to, you have to truly focus on that power to rise up. You can't get focused on the situation. I'm, I'm talking to somebody right now. You can't get focused on the situation. I don't care what the situation looks like. You can't get focused on the situation because the situation is false, and it's, it's, it may be factual, but it's not truthful. See, the truth will always supersede a fact. In fact, truth can rewrite facts. The truth of the matter is that Greater is that power of God inside of you. That same power that rose Jesus Christ from the dead is alive inside of you. And I, I know that right now I'm stirring it up. That this tonight is, is, is you, you've been sent here to get stirred up because now that you know that what's in you is great, what's in you is dominant, what's in you is powerful, you won't accept secondary living. You will, only, you will only espouse towards championship living because that's what you are. And in fact, you're more than a conqueror. You have to meditate on it. You have to understand that that's what you've been called to do. So you do that by staying in the Word. You do that by, by you know, listening to shows like this. Anything that, that will flush your spirit and, and program you. So you have to program your own mind. That's what meditation is about. It's about programming your mind and gearing it towards, the you know, doing the things that, that you would want to do versus doing the things, you know, just existing and accepting what's ever handed to you. Because you are a king, you are a queen, you are you have rulership, you have dominion, and you have to understand it. You can't accept anything less. You can't accept anything less because you're royal. You are a royal priesthood. You are a peculiar people. You are unique. You're created in the likeness and image of God, which means that there's a certain way your life should look. And, it's, it, and if it's if you're not living that lifestyle right now, then let me tell you, now is the time to change. Now is the time to turn the other way and, and go where you're supposed to be because the life of your dreams is wonderful and you deserve it. Let me say it again. The life of your dreams is wonderful and you deserve it. The life of your dreams is wonderful and you deserve it. So step one was to repent. Step two was to commit yourself to a lifestyle of fasting and prayer. Step three to meditate on the beauty of God's creation. Step four, speak your ideal life into existence. Speak your ideal life into existence. Speak your ideal life into existence. We all know that the power of life and death is in the tongue, and those who love it shall eat the fruit thereof. How many people do you know right now that when things get, if things start going tough, Things get tough on them. They'll start speaking the tough situation versus speaking the power of God in that situation. I know many people that do it. I have to catch myself from doing it sometimes. You have to speak the life that you want to see into existence because you shall decree a thing and it shall be established. You shall speak and things shall obey you. 
you shall decree a thing and it shall be established. Whatever you speak out of your mouth, you're going to see it. And the enemy understands that, and, and it's tricking many good people into, into cursing themselves, into to tearing down their own lives. Whatever you speak out of your mouth, you're going to see it. So you better be careful what you let come out of your mouth. You have to be very, very careful what you let come out of your mouth. You can't let just anything come out of your mouth. You can't talk about people. You, you have to make sure that what you're saying out of your mouth is powerful. you got to make sure what you're saying out of your mouth is building and not destroying. you got to make sure that what's coming out of your mouth is is honorable. you got to make sure what's coming out of your mouth gives life because it does give life. So you got to make sure you know what you're giving life to. Make sure, Again, make sure you know what you're giving life to. I have a, a quote that I came up with, and it's like this. I say what I see, then I see what I say. I say what I see, then I see what I say. I say what I see, and then I see what I say. In other words, I spend time meditating. I spend time in my imagination creating the life of my dreams. And I get full of that vision. That vision is vivid, and I see it vividly in my mind, which means I just create it spiritually. And then I speak that out. And it may not come today, but I keep speaking it out because I see it and it's real to me. I can touch it. I can feel it in my mind. I feel it in my spirit. So I keep speaking it out. I keep speaking it out. I keep speaking it out. I keep speaking it out, and I keep speaking it out, and I keep speaking it out, and I keep speaking it And I don't veer off the path. I keep speaking it. And guess what? Now, I'm starting to see those very things in the natural that, I was been, that I've been speaking out. I say what I see, then I see what I say. It's the manifestation of, of everything that, that I was promised, the manifestation of everything that I know is mine. And I have the audacity and I have the courage to speak what I want to see. I don't care what the situation looks like anymore. And I've been through some tough situations. you got to believe it. I'm going through some tough situations right now, but I refuse to use my mouth to tear down my dreams. I refuse to let, you know, the situation get the best of me and, and I start speaking out crazy stuff. No, no, no. I am more than a conqueror. I shall decree a thing and it shall be established. You know, I talk about the Rolls Royce Ghost a lot on the show. Each week I tell you when we do our visualization segment, I tell you I, that I like that car tremendously. Well, I've been speaking that car out, and I found out two interesting facts. One fact I just found out was that I work about 10 minutes from a Rolls Royce dealership. Another thing is that for the first time since I've you know, made mention of that vehicle, I've actually finally seen one on the road. As of yesterday, I saw one on the road. Ironically, it was pulled over by a state trooper, but that's besides the point. I saw the Rolls Royce Ghost in person. And now, to me, it's possible. It became it's tangible now. It's not just something I've seen in my mind. My mind has been activated. Now I can find. It. Now it's looking for it. And that's how. That's what happens to the words you speak out of your mouth. You speak out those words. You speak out powerful words, and guess what? You're, you're feeding your mind. See, faith comes by hearing. That's why you got to watch what you let come out of your mouth. Faith comes by hearing. So the thing that you're speaking out, you're getting, it's giving you faith. 
And faith will feel number five when I get ready to tell you number five. Faith feels number five. And when number five is, is open, there's nothing that can stop you. When, number, when, you, when you are locked on number five, and when number, number five is coming real, real soon, when you're locked on number five, it brings everything into alignment. But you have to speak out what it is you want to, that you, what you want to see. If it's a new car, speak it out. If it's a new house, speak it out. If it's to be debt-free by a certain time, speak it out. Don't stop speaking what it is you want to see. Don't allow the situation to get the best of you. Don't allow people, places, or things, or other nouns to interrupt what it is you've been called to do. Please hear me. You must, you absolutely must, you absolutely must, you absolutely must, you absolutely must harness the power of your mouth and use it for good. Because the words you're speaking out of your mouth, you're seeing. And if you're in an environment that you don't want to be in, like, for instance, if you're in a ghetto environment, which is not really the, it's not really what you're seeing. It's a mindset. Prosperity, just like poverty, is a mindset. Poverty, just like prosperity, is a mindset. There's certain things that that go along that that you'll see in an impoverished neighborhood that you won't see in a in a, in a more prosperous neighborhood. For instance, if I got that Rolls Royce Ghost today, there's certain neighborhoods that I couldn't live in with that car. Because that neighborhood hasn't had a mindset to accept that. And it may come up with tires missing. It may come up with windows busted out. Whereas there's certain areas, there's certain neighborhoods that to see a Rolls Royce pull up is nothing to the, to the neighbors. It's nothing to that community. Because everybody else probably has one. Or they have something comparable. The neighborhood that you're in right now, you can change it with your mind. If you don't want to be there, see where you want to go. And speak it out. Speak your ideal life. Speak your ideal life. Speak your ideal life into existence. And I'm ready to give you number five now. Five steps for how to experience heaven on earth. Number one, repent. Number two, commit yourself to a lifestyle of fasting and prayer. Number three, meditate on the beauty of God's creation. Number four, speak your ideal life into existence. And number five, number five, believe. Number five is to believe. You must believe. All things are possible to him that believes. With man, this thing may be impossible. With God, all things are possible. The word all means it, 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 it excludes the word none. That means Anything is possible if you can just believe. If you can open your mind up to believe a thing, that makes it possible. And to be in the realm of possibility doesn't mean it's going to come to pass today. It doesn't mean it's going to come to pass tomorrow, but it's possible that it can come to pass. And when you're in a place where things are possible to happen for you, good things are always bound to happen. They have to happen for you. That's just how it is. Trust me on this one. If you can believe in all things are possible, look, we're talking to each other. We're, we're communicating to each other right now on a radio show, and I, for years, wanted to do a radio show and didn't think I had what it took to do it. I didn't think I, people would accept me until one day I got to the place where I, I just had to believe. I just had to believe. And the moment I believed, it became possible. It started with an interview on Blog Talk Radio. My friends, uh, DM Marina, had a show, and they, they interviewed me on their show. 
And from that point forward, I was like, I believe I can do this now. And all of a sudden, what was once a dream is now a reality. But I'm telling you, I did these, these very five things that I'm telling you right here. I changed my mind from thinking what I couldn't do and trusted God's power inside of me. I committed myself to a lifestyle of fasting and prayer. There was, if there's times where I felt weak and, and, and felt like I couldn't you know, be everything I, I'm supposed to be, I trusted that power to come to life in me. I trusted myself to break free from it by fasting and praying to God. I consistently meditate on, on the beauty of God's creation. I consistently meditate on the fact that this is, pop, this is a good thing, and God said he will withhold no good thing from those who walk uprightly before him. I trust him. I love him. I believe that I, sh- I too, should have the life of my dreams. I'm, I'm big on speaking out things that I want to see. So I constantly, I constantly began to speak that this is possible for me. And then to add octane to everything, to add, you know, high-performance fuel to everything, I believe, and it became possible. I'm telling you to do the same thing today. I'm telling you, there's, God's no respect to a person. If you really want to do something, if you really want to be something, you can have it. You can have it. You're supposed to have an enjoyable lifetime on this earth. You're not supposed to be miserable. You're not supposed to be wondering how you're going to pay your bills. You're not supposed to be wondering, you know, some things. Some, some things, you know what? You should never have to worry about your bills. You should be more focused on doing dynamic things to help other people. You should be living your dream. Your dream, part of your dream, is to to help empower other people. When you go out and live your dream, like I said, you are your dream is given to you, and you've been given the task of revealing your dream to the world. And that piece of your dream, your dream, is a piece of a big, ginormous puzzle that each piece fits hand in hand. We need each piece to fit together. Your piece of the universe fits next to another piece and another piece and another piece. We need each other. We need each other's dreams to come to pass. So we need to be behind each other, supporting each other, and and saying, you can do it, you can have it. The life of your dreams is possible. The life of your dreams is wonderful, and you deserve it. So with that, I want you to, to repeat after me. The life of my dreams is wonderful, and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful, and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful, and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful, and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful, and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful, and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful, and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful, and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful, and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful, and I deserve it. So people, take this lesson tonight, put it in your heart, download this to your heart, because I, be, I know without a shadow of a doubt that if you, really, if you really, really hear what I had to say tonight, if you really, really take in what I had to say tonight, I know it's going to change your life. I know it. I don't have to sit here and, and, and guess. I know it will. So on that note, people, I'm going to move forward in the show, but I want to do this first. I want to take you to a commercial break, and then we'll be right back. Hey. 
Hey, what's going on? This is Mr. Make It Happen, JL Gow. And you are tuned in to one of the hottest shows on Blog Talk Radio, Creating a Championship Standard of Living, with my brother and colleague, Mr. Miles W. Miller. You are about to be injected with inspiration, so keep it locked right here. And like I always say, it can be done, and the it is your dream. You just have to make it happen. Peace and love. Sometimes we can go through life and we can see good things and we get visions. We, we don't. We're not common people. We're not. You know, we don't see things the way normal people see things. So we we get visions that are that are far out, and, we, and, and it's sometimes it's scary to, to think about that stuff. But in the power of conquering fear, I give a five step plan for how to overcome fear, how to conquer fear, how to move beyond that fear. There's an old saying that the difference between a, a, a coward and a hero is that the hero was brave for five minutes longer. And that's my plan. Get, make sure that you stay brave. Just it, just those five minutes can change the whole course of your life. And my goal is to give you five steps to keep you in that range long enough to, to be the great person you've been called to be, to, to mine up your destiny. Because today, uh, people, the, the world changes, you know it. And it's going to take innovative people to really, you know, mine out the greatness that still remains in this in this universe. There, there's a lot of untapped resources, people, and and you're going to get visions and, and promises, you know, from God and, and through prayer, through fasting, through you know, dreams, and those things are going to change the very course of how we, how life as we know it exists. And you can't be afraid. You got to go for it. So. I offer to you today my book, The Power of Conquering Fear. You can buy it at www.lulu.com slash mwmiller18. That's www.lulu.com slash mwmiller18. And get this book today. Get, get a copy for a friend. And trust me, you won't regret it. It'll be a book that changes your life. back people um this is just uh absolutely exciting time i have uh this week i've been invited to appear on a, a dynamic show um this thursday at sep- september 23rd 7 30 eastern time i'm going to be appearing on make it happen radio with uh none other than mr make it happen himself mr jl godfrey and um he he and i are going to be on that show also along with another friend of ours, Dr. Walter Sims from Alabama. And we're going to be talking about how, how to get over life's detours, how to get over the things that may cause detours in your life. And it's going to be a very powerful event. You don't want to miss it. Uh, there will be more information on, on my website, um, mileswmiller.wordpress.com. You can go there for information, and uh, we'll have it posted there uh, by the end of the night. Also, Also, again, I want to reiterate, October 2nd, 2010, it's going to be, it's going down in Atlanta, Georgia. You need to be here. The Manifest Destiny Conference. People, I have 
partner with some dynamic people, some dynamic speakers, and together we we it was our goal to empower you so much that we we pretty much did this. We said we're going to empower the people, and we're not going to worry about our honorariums. That's why the price is so low because we're not we're not worrying about our honorariums. We're we're so geared up to give you top-notch motivation, top-notch encouragement that we've put put aside our honorariums so that we can get people in the room to empower them. And I need people to show up. I need you all to show up because this is going to be a – these are some wonderful times, people, and I, I need you to be there. So it's the Manifest Destiny Conference 2010, October 2nd, Saturday, October 2nd, Atlanta, Georgia. I need you here because it's, it's, this this is for you. So I need you to, to, to partake in. Registration is only $35. There's more information on my website, mileswmiller.wordpress.com. Click on the Manifest Destiny um, link at the top of the page for more information. So tonight I have a dynamic guest uh, who's no stranger to the show. Um, she's going to, for the next 10 minutes, she's going to tell you about how things have been coming together in her life how she's been able to manifest some dynamic things in her life. 